Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Somebody Monday like that. 
Monday is a day you really hate so. going back to work. I mean, I've heard the same thing. I mean, hey, gotta go now. Gotta go. Yeah. Y'all some haters. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, man, why take so long? I mean, like the last thing that they had to vote on that they couldn't agree with was abortion. But no, really not abortion. Really, people try to narrow it down and say abortion, but it was about the funding for Planned Parenthood. And for you out there who are not familiar with Planned Parenthood, I personally have been to Planned Parenthood. I think it's a wonderful program that provides many services beyond abortion. They provide talks and information for young women. They provide contraceptives. They provide just regular gynecological uh, OBYGN visits, you know, um, they provide, you know, abortions too, but, you know, they do a lot for women and they do a lot for communities. And to cut their federal funding because some people are against abortion, I just think it's wrong. And thank God that they agreed, you know, at least temporarily, that they weren't going to cut Planned Parenthood's funding. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of other programs got cut too, so, um, I mean, just have to wait and see what else is and and for the um, next year for the next year or so we in our communities you know everybody out there you know make sure you're reading your paper make sure you're up you know on it what your senators and representatives and congress people what they're doing when they are you know in legislation you know what are they voting for because like look at gas guys like I just bought gas and it was like three sixty five a gallon. Like, oh my God, like that's just out of this world. Like everything is about to become higher, you know, laws are changing. It's it's about to get like pretty ugly in America. I don't think they're gonna do anything about gas. Uh, I mean I think the biggest thing that, that like a lot of car makers are pushing is those uh, fuel efficient cars. But I don't think they're gonna do anything about this gas price at all. I mean I, I could just really see in see it going up to four dollars but look how long it would take to like I can't sell my car and go buy an electric car like I can't do that so how long I mean, would I, it, and the I, average I can't American can't either so like how long right. would it take to phase out cars it took years to phase cars from diesel into unleaded yeah that's true that's true I mean I, I just don't see it happening anytime soon I mean you know they're going to continue selling those cars and selling them at a you know high price but once gas goes out, you know, then I guess they'll lower the price in the electric cars. But I mean, I just don't see it happening right now. Damn. I really don't. You should protest. Really so. You should get some like, like signs and protest or do something. Just have a city in. City. At the BP. Yeah. Revenue Shaw. Oh, huh? <laughs> Revenue Shaw. Yeah. Their own job. Is he the right person for the job, man? <laughs> I don't know, player. Shout out man. to Al Charles, man. You know, shout out to him. No, no disrespect. Shout out to you. Anyway. And shout out to all the uh, people who have sinus problems. The pollen is awful. Well, since like y'all shout out, out everybody. Shout out to the people on the web chat over here. Everybody on the phone line. Everybody in Mars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let them know what we're talking about. I, I guess Nick will pop up in here in the next hour or so. What? I said, I guess Nick will pop in in the, in the next hour or so. Hey, you know what we're going to do to Nick, man? We're 
you're gonna take his mic, man, and, and unplug it and have him thinking he's actually on, but he's really not. Anyway, just tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show. Today's subject: sexual inhibitions of black women. I know y'all. Like women, you know, some of y'all saw the topic, but the title of the topic and probably was wondering what the hell the little men are talking about today. I'm finna tell you. Centuries ago, as slaves, black women and men were brutalized sexually. Men were castrated, the women were raped. So, culturally, for black people, sex is a taboo for us. So, because of this taboo, did this create the sexual inhibitions in black people? Now that explains stuff. Also, is this also a result of teen pregnancy for black teens? And are black men straying away from black women's sexual uh, because of black women's sexual inhibition? Excuse me. And also, are the sexual inhibitions of black women leading black men to search outside their race? There's also going to be other questions in which we're going to pose as well, too. And if you have a question or if you have a comment that you want to discuss on today's show, make sure you press the number one on your phone. If you're on the phone line, we'll definitely get to you. If you're on the chat board, place your comments there. We'll definitely get to you on the chat board as well. If you're on any other means of uh, contacting us, uh, such as Facebook or Yahoo Messenger or uh, Twitter, you can also hit us up. We'll definitely get your comments there as well, too. But this is what we're going to discuss today. You know, Dan Ashley uh, brought this topic to the table. And uh, we found it very interesting. So we're going to try to get into this great discussion today. I know Jen has a lot to say about this particular topic. Uh, you know, of course, Kevin and I always around you out something. But um, we're going to get into, you know, like I said, if you have a comment, you know, if you're on the phone line, make sure you press 1 so we can get to you now. So we definitely want to hear what you all got to think about this particular subject. So, uh, Kevin, want to go ahead and get into our first break, our first song of the day? Well, to all those that are new to the Middleman Talk Show, if you never listened to us before, we do appreciate you guys calling in. Um, before each topic, we do play a song that we think that may be related to the topic of the day. And I'm going to give you all a warning today. I didn't have nothing to do with this. I didn't pick one song today. <laughs> so, after this song, and while this song is going on, we're going to go directly to the topic after the song, and while the song is playing, you guys get your thoughts together. Because when we come in, we coming in slapping all that good stuff. We doing it. So this is the first regular of the day right here. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Adina Howard. Freak like Yay. me. I know some of these women out here are going to be going my song, y'all. Blog Talk Radio. You know. Thank you. 
was Adina Howard with Freak With Me, 1995. Man, oh, God, did we go back with that one, Gina? I know, right? That like probably like, oh. bad memories. And, you know, she used to be a real, real great artist. I guess she had show, you know, she had good showmanship, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, what do you think about that? I know you love that record. I love it. I love it. It makes me think of the eighth grade. Like, that song came out when I was in the eighth grade. Can you believe it? Telling your age, player. Hey, we want to appreciate everybody that's on the web chat again. Thank you, everyone that's listening to the Middleman Talk Show today. Um, hey, one thing I want to say right here. Y'all check this out now. Oh, well, don't worry about that. We gonna, we got to uh, have something happen over here. <laughs> this ain't right. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I'll go ahead and let everybody know what we talking about. Oh, God. Well, if we just got to we are talking about the sexual inhibitions of black women And uh, pretty much we're going to, you know, to start off talking about the uh, taboo aspect of it For centuries, you know, of course, as slaves, black women and men were brutalized sexually You know, in front of each other uh, The men were castrated, the women were raped You know, and culturally for black people, sex is a taboo uh, So because of this taboo, did this create the sexual inhibitions in black people? Um, also, is that the reason for teen pregnancy as far as for black teens? And, you know, another question which we're going to get to, you know, on the second half of the show is, are black men straying away because of black women's sexual inhibition? And also, are the, are the inhibitions of black women leading black men to, you know, search outside their race? And uh, we definitely want to get to all those questions. And if you have something that you want to discuss, you know, if you're on the phone line, press 1, we'll definitely get to it. If you're on the chat board, we'll definitely take your response and, uh Communicate those for you as well. But we're going to start off with, you know, the cultural standpoint um, as far as, you know, what we went through as far as being slaves and uh, being brutalized as men and women, you know, as far as uh, being castrated and raped and, you know, beat in front of our women and our women were taken from us by, you know, um, slave owners and things of that nature and, you know, brutalized in that manner. You know, it is. You all feel that that day is a contributing factor that just trembled on down from generation to generation to generation. Hey, before y'all really get into that right there, Jen, I know you're about to go hard. Uh, we do have uh, someone on the web chat, Sir Cherry, would like to would like for you to explain or define uh, your meaning of inhibition. So they want to make sure and see what you guys are really talking about when you use that word. Well. Well, I'll explain. Like, this, this whole topic today, it came from, you know, one of my, me and my girlfriends were, you know, sitting around, we're chatting, and we're talking about black women, and a lot of black women, you know, publicly hold back. You know, I don't know in the bedroom, because I didn't in, in the bedroom with a whole lot of black women, but I know, like, from talks and, like, you know, from just being around other black women, a lot of black women are, I should say, suppressed, actually. You know, they don't like to, you know, experiment, like, different things sexually in the bed they don't like to um you know certain i say acts sexual acts especially like oral sex has been like you know a big no-no like you know when black women are like only recent in recent years you know i've even seen black women admitting to you know doing oral sex um and, and it's the same thing for men a lot of you know it's a stereotype that black men don't you know give oral sex to women um which is just totally they yeah they lying and so, you know, like, 
like, you know, that's what I mean by inhibition. Like, a lot of, you know, black women don't publicly go to sex shops. You know, you, you go to sex shops, I don't see a whole lot of black people in there. You know, like, that's what we mean by inhibitions. Like, you know, the unwillingness to explore your sexuality and, and to be free and open and to talk about it. Girl, what you doing in the sex shop? That's nasty. <laughs> Man, we grow. You know, you but you know what? But honestly, though, the reason I say it like that is because honestly, that's the reaction that a lot of people have when you say things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, hey, I go. And it's, I ain't gonna lie it's to a you. shame because it's just like, okay, let's let's. But first off, let's be real about it. A lot of people are lying when they say they don't do this and they don't do that. For the ones that right. are serious, like I did, I just got into a discussion uh, with a young lady about this on Facebook uh, last week, um, where she was just saying that. In her relationship, oral sex is uh, is not an option. It's a no-no. And I'm like, they stop making you when they stop making the Betamax. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's it's ridiculous, it, and it's like, it how is, can and you? I, oh, go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, how can how can you honestly expect that you one going into a relationship saying what you're not going to do is already setting yourself up a little bit for a kill. Well, hey, guys, we do have someone that would like to comment and get into this conversation. Uh, we're going to go ahead and bring them in, okay? Hey. All right, this first caller is calling from Skype. Uh, we don't have your name on here, so we're calling the caller from Skype. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Hello. Um, hey. I didn't even realize I hit the one. <laughs> oh, you didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I mean, I have different... Um, you know, you know, views on certain things that were said, but okay. I mean, I'll comment now. I'm sorry about that. Oh no, it's okay. Um, what, what, what would be your comments? Well, hmm. well, as far as you know, um, I because as far as the things that you hear about the black community, it's like you know, either on the other side you hear that you know black women dress to you know are too promiscuous and and they dress too sexual and the other and, and now this is the first time I hear that they're not sexual or sexually right. open. So um, it's like from either one extreme to the next, we have to be labeled as something. No other woman has to deal with from any other culture has to deal with that. Or we to this, or we to that. No other culture of women really has to go through those type of things, even though they may be the obvious. Nobody really comments on that. And it's like, you know, you can't really satisfy as far as when it comes to the black community because either you're too promiscuous, you're too sexually open. They, they complain about girls wearing booty shorts, and then on the other side, it's like, well, we're, too, we're, we're not sexual enough. <laughs> it's just confusing. Well, can I, I can agree I with you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I, I agree with you to an extent, um, but honestly, in terms of major culture, well, in terms of black and white, white women do get stereotypes too. One, white women are automatically get a stereotype of them being good at giving oral sex or them, like that's the first thing, that's what they're all about, particularly when it comes to dealing with black men. I've known plenty of black guys that when they see a white girl, they're like, I went to a black college, and any white girl that went to that school, they automatically thought, "Oh, she's going, she's giving oral sex." All, but it's not, not something like, that that really, really follows them. If you get what I'm saying, like that, you can yeah. listen to. But, but you can, can listen I, to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
oh, can I say this? I think this is this goes into like our first question of the day. There's a difference between promiscuity and being sexual. You know, just because I'm comfortable in my in my sexuality, I'm comfortable, you know, about sex and and, and the, the way I feel about sex doesn't make me promiscuous. And I think that the line is skewed a lot of times. You know, in the black community, if you like sex, if you're comfortable with sex, if you're um, you know outgoing towards it or, or like certain things, that equates you to a whore or promiscuous. And I just yeah. don't believe that's true. And I and I will agree with you. 20, like, 200%. I, I, I agree with you that, I mean, and it's just nothing more than a gossip factor as far as in the black community. I mean, I think that in most communities you can think back to a few girls who were labeled whores and nobody really knew the reason why they got labeled whores. It was just something that was said about them, and they could have just very well possibly hooked up with one guy or one boyfriend got mad and said that, and it sticks with them for a lifetime. Uh, yeah, I, I'll say this much. I, I do think that there's a line that is slightly blurred between promiscuity and sexual openness. And when I say what I mean, that is, you're right, that a lot of times women may get labeled as being promiscuous, but I think in the difference in what we're talking about today is, I guess the easiest way to, 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 to kind of simplify it is will versus skill. You might be willing to do something, but you might not necessarily be able to do it. You may be willing to have sex, but you might not be open to oral sex. So you may have a bunch of regular intercourse, but you might say, no, I don't do oral or for those who are into it, anal or for anything like that. You get what I'm saying? I think it's more of a, we're trying to figure out what exactly makes people seem or what makes them so sexually refreshed in the type of things that they do in the bedroom. Hmm. So, Carla, do you have an opinion about, like, why, you know, sex is such a taboo amongst, you know, African-American people? I mean, sex is a, is a, a, is such a taboo when it comes to society. It has the contradicting. Unfortunately, our community, um, as far as what we think and how we feel about certain things, we don't stop to, th- to come up with our own. We follow behind everybody else in this society. As far as exactly. society in general, it has a contradicting attitude towards sex. In other words, I can turn on regular TV and see sex in commercials. I can listen to it in music, you know, I, whatever, and then they'll turn around and act like it's, it's something that's terrible. Um, you know, it's just a contradicting thing within society, and unfortunately, our community follows everything that we're told instead of coming up with our own identity. That's, I guess that goes back to slavery. We still have not identified ourselves as who we are and, you know, what we feel comfortable with. We're following behind other people's morals. That, that make absolutely no sense. You know, our politicians I, I set up our politicians set up and, and, and they get these fake marriages and they act like they're so wholesome and then they're, you know, doing God knows what <laughs> with hookers or other men or and other women. Bathroom at the airport tripping their foot. And, and if but I may so say, like, instead of doing all of that, instead of putting up this facade, just be out in the open, like, with who and what you are, instead of getting caught up. And and even ordinary, everyday people find themselves in the same predicament. And, and historically, some of the steamiest, hottest, sexiest, you know, love stories and, and you know, sex, you know, stories are from, you know, black people and African people, you know, even dating back towards Egyptians. And I think, you know, over the, you know, slavery had a big part of, 
I think, breaking us down where we feel insecure, or a lot of people feel insecure about their sexuality. It's not even about insecurity. A lot of people don't understand what sexuality is. They don't sure. understand that. That's your, that's the main issue and the problem. You have to understand when slavery, the women were breeders and the guys were studs. If you look at society as far as the black community as a whole, the men are still doing the same thing. They have a stud mentality, reproduce, and don't really, most of the time, don't even want a child. And the women, I mean, are just, you know, submit to whatever when it comes to their bodies, their bodies usually. So I mean, right. it's a it's a mentality that that still has carried over, but now we act it out on our own. I won't blame everything on slavery because we make a conscious decision to continue to do and have the same mentality that was beaten to us, literally. Huh. That was a good I point, right there. Yeah, I say this. Yeah, that's true. I think that we also have to look at the outside influences, just like the young lady was saying and, and, and Jim was saying. If you look at a company like Viacom, who owns both MTV and BET, now, anybody who's seen the Lady, the Lady Gaga video has seen her pretty much almost naked, wearing as much as maybe a fishnet or something like that, but then Viacom turns around and they, they ban a Rihanna video or a Nicki Minaj video or a Sierra video. But it's okay if Lady Gaga does it. It's okay if Lady Gaga shows up to an award show naked, but it's a... If Nicki Minaj shows up to an award show or a video shoot with with booty shorts on, all of a sudden it's banned. It's it problem. can't be shown on television. It's a yeah. problem. I, I well, think I mean, we, we define we def, we're defining what is okay and what's right. Like I have you know a friend out there. I hope she's listening. Her name is Tamika Shields. www.tamikashields.pureromance.com. She sells like pure romance, which is sex toys and sexual products. And she sells to a lot of black women. Black women are sexual. They are, you know, using, you know, they are using sex products. But we just aren't open about it. And we should not accept because the media we, labeling because us. If we're, because if we're open about it, then we all know what happens in the community if you're open about it. We all yes, know what happens in the community. What, even if you're like, I use this on myself, this is for me, you're still automatically, you have this this tag on you from that point on. You can't, they can't be open about stuff like that. Maybe in other cultures, yes, but they cannot do that. And as far as like the music, Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want you to finish. No, as far as the industry, the industry is like pretty weird. I mean, they BET banned. We, we've been looking at black booties on BET since what the nineties? What oh, yeah. late nineties, yeah. early two thousands? We've been looking at uncut <laughs> after midnight, and then all of a sudden they turn around and want to ban Sierra. See, that's for a little video where she was just grinding, not even doing anything too over the top. It's a contradiction. People pick and choose, because if you don't pick and choose, then you're, if you got a problem with one side, then you're going to have to have a problem, say, with Beyonce, who's obviously sells sex, but that's another one that nobody even discusses about the fact that she sells sex. A lot of these artists, period, sell sex. Well, Beyonce, but, you, she'll shut the lights out in there at BET, so they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna mess with her. Exactly. Do you see the game? <laughs> you see how it is, like as far mm-hmm. as who they decide that they want to pick on. I mean, Little Kim. As far as I'm concerned, Lady Gaga, because Little Kim went to an award. What is it? MTV with her whole breast out. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. Right. They pick and choose who they want to go after for whatever reason. 
and 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 unfortunately, people like people I hear people say that they have a problem with hip hop, but then once again, because of you know the exploitation of women, and then you know are such Beyonce fans. Well, she exploits herself. I mean, that's her choice. But at the end of the day, she's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's just line between the two. People are picking and choosing. Oh, that's not okay, but it's okay when it's over here. No, right, it right, has right. to be a problem all the way around, or it's not a problem at all. And just shut your face. <laughs> yeah, like I want to take a couple but, of steps back When you guys are saying that You know black women are not as open I want you guys to define open Because the things that you do in your bedroom It ain't everybody's business But I mean amongst adults it's okay to talk about it this is, the thing is it okay it. to talk about it? I mean It's okay to talk about it if you're around people One at a time please One at a time please it's okay to talk about it. I mean, adult conversation is adult conversation, but the thing is the label that's going to be pinned on you, even to the people who are participating in a certain conversation. Do you see, like, we, the number one thing that our problem is is we don't know how to keep our mouth shut. When we feel as though we have some juicy detail on somebody, no matter how petty it is, no matter how childish it may be, no matter how little it may be, we have to run with that. And that's the number one problem why everybody is so closed in. There's a lot of people in the closet for that same reason because yeah. it's going to be talked about. And and that's, and that's as far as STDs, that's exactly what's killing the black community is the fact that people can't feel as though they can be open about what it is they really like. They have to put up this facade. And a, and a lot of times I think it comes from the, when we talk about the closed-mindedness. If I have a conversation with a girlfriend and I say, you know, What's the taboo? I say, like, I like anal sex or I like oral sex or, or anything to that matter. And then I tell a girlfriend and she tells someone else and it comes back to me. And next thing you know, like our caller said, I'm labeled something that I'm not. It, it's just that, you know, we equate sex to badness. And I don't understand why. Religion. <laughs> Religion is the major thing. The black church Ex- thing. Yes. And my big so problem of, of stupid and stupidity and delusional thinking, most black churches don't even discuss AIDS. They don't touch anything that has directly to all they teach is sex is bad. But everybody which is not, about which is not in the con- church in the congregation. <laughs> which is not embraceive of what's going on in society. I do not believe, you know, you should go out there and tell kids to have sex. But I think we also, you know, especially in the black community, with AIDS being one of the number one killers of black women, with our teen pregnancy rates, um, you know, as high as ever, we need as black people to learn how to have discussions about sex without being afraid. Yeah, and about equating it to being bad. Very true. There's a time and a place for it. Have you got a thought over there? I mean, well, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with that as far as with the uh, the church, um, of course, a lot of churches do not bring this up in church. You know, I mean, and that will probably be the most appropriate place to discuss it because, I mean, you will want to discuss it in a neutral setting where, you, where of course, you know, you're learning, you know, from something that you believe in, you know, and, and also, you know, you're, you're there together as a congregation under, you know, one roof. Believing in one thing, uh, you know, trying to move forward, at, you know, in a positive way. So I mean, talking talking about it in a positive way could be a good way to teach people. But uh, we also we also got to look at um, the teachings that we're not doing as far as to our children, you know, that you know, because we're leaving them out and they're going out there investigating on their own. And you know, that leads to like our second question. 
as far as you know is is you know the taboo a result of black teen pregnancy and you know of course on, on one of our previous shows we had a little clip from um a school up in Memphis that had uh, 90 girls that were uh, either pregnant, had a child, or, you know, about to have one in general. And, uh, you know, do you all feel that that is a, a cause for that? I can tell you what it is, to be honest. We don't talk about, it's just like you said, we don't talk about sex in a structured setting and there's a time for it. The time is not when you are an adult and out in the world. The time right. is when you are a child. You need, like, honestly, we, I don't know, for our generation, a lot of the, 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 the adults will say, that's grown folk stuff. Or you learn about right. that when you're grown. Or you need to do that when you're married, which in theory yeah. is right. But the, like, but the likelihood that somebody's going to wait till marriage these days is very slim. And these kids very need to be educated right. in sex. Because if they right. don't know, because they're going to go out and learn on their own. Right, and kids and kids reach puberty. You know, we all know between the ages from 11 to 13, you know, they start getting those urges and feelings. And when they start getting those urges and feelings, we need to let them know what, what them urges and feelings mean. You know, not, you know, all out, but we need to let them know that this is your, you know, or this is one of your reproductive organs. And, you know, this is what you're going through. This is what it's going to look like over the next couple of years. You know, if you have any questions about this, this, and that, you may, you know, you can come to me, you know, because... Like a lot of kids don't do that because we have kids that are getting pregnant at age eleven, you know, twelve, thirteen. You know, yeah. Go ahead. As far as like, I get so discouraged with the teen pregnancy talk because it's like it's nothing new, and it seems right. as though sometimes we're trying to live to other people's standards as to oh that's wrong and stuff, and we we literally shame these kids and specifically the girls because they're the ones that can carry, but you know. Right. We shame them, and it's like it's nothing new, and it's nothing that's right. happening that, that's not happening in any other culture. And majority of the times, and here's another thing that we fail to address: a lot of these little girls be, are pregnant by grown men. Mm-hmm. Right. Are pregnant by yep, grown exactly men, right. and they did, and they and they were involved in something that they had no clue about, and they still don't know right. even after they had the baby. They still are not right. aware of how they were taken advantage of. So. And I mean, and as far as, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, don't, I really don't get into it because it's like, I mean, look at centuries, like a <laughs> hundred years ago. Like that was common. Now all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. we're, now it's something now. It's, oh my God, look at her. And then on top of that, we do shame. We do more damage right. than that's, good. That's so we got to look at her and say, mm, 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 look at that. But nobody is talking about, well, how could we as a community permit this if it's so wrong? We just want to look at something that's easy and turn our nose up at it. Right. Okay. Now, hey, now, we got another caller. We got another caller that would like to get in this conversation. Caller, that's on the line. We didn't catch your name. Oh, my name. I'm sorry, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. <laughs> okay. Hey, yeah. Sarah. We appreciate it. If you would like to get back in this conversation, please press that number one again. We're going to go ahead and clear you out. Okay. Not a problem. All right. Thank you. All right. Caller four one four uh, five seven eight. You're live on the the Middleman Talk Show. Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up? Nothing. I just had a comment right quick. Um, okay, okay just, go ahead. Because I just tuned in. I was listening to the last caller. And the thing about it is there was a time when the black people in the black community did have shame. You know, and young girls who got pregnant were shipped away or the child became a sister or cousin or something of that nature. But, you know, as has been stated since I've been listening, is that this is something that has been happening since people been on the planet. 
you know, people who get pregnant, women get pregnant, uh, you know, regardless of age. And, and in some instances, I would say that the determinant for the uh, uh, pregnancy uh, is, is not so much as age is determined uh, as whether you're prepared to be a mother. So you have some young women who are more prepared than others at a younger age than others. However, I do believe that there is a stereotype of teenage pregnancy, an overwrought of teenage pregnancy in the black community. And, of course, this gets grant dollars and programs and things like that. You know, it's a job creation program, in my opinion, that the propaganda for this has been, you know, so vast, as well as the placement of all of these uh, facilities, like Planned Parenthood facilities, in the black community specifically. So these things are done, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se, but I do recognize that there is some sort of uh, plan, and that plan, I, I think, is geared towards job creation for people who who um, who uh, have these different programs and things that supposedly uh, created to combat these problems that never get solved because it's part of the nature of the human being to, first of all, have sex, and secondarily to have children. So, mm -hmm. you know, all of that, in my opinion, is propaganda. But when it comes to what is, uh, you know, proper, that depends on the culture that you're in. You know, mm -hmm. and in this specific right. culture, it says that, you know, to have discussion, because and it's basically all the theological in nature. Right. And so to, to say that, um, well, you know, we need to have conversation about sex. And I heard one sister say something about anal sex. And anal sex is not a norm in our culture. So, of course, you know, a place where a penis isn't normally to go, there would be some trepidation, you know, <laughs> in you having know, like, a discussion about that. You know what I'm saying? Anal I mean, sex has always been a been around like it, it's always been no I ain't practice. saying nothing about it about it being around I'm saying about it being part of the cultural norm that's what I'm talking about because normally you do not put a penis in an anus anus is to excrete the uh, uh, feces out of your body that's what it's normal that's what it's designed for and so when you change the equation and want to use it as a sexual object then of course you're going to get eyebrows raised because it's not the normal function of it you know what I'm saying so you know, when you have begin to have conversation like that in this culture that does not support that, then you can expect, you know, it not to be so open, you know, because everybody's not open-minded in the society as much as we would like people to be. It's just not, it's just not like that. Very true. Very so, true. Well, I, 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 can I say this? I, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, for us, we think that, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not the defender of, you know, anal sex or anything, but, you know. <laughs> you know I just right. want to say, right. like, I just want to say that, you know, shut up. Like, I want to say that, like, I know people, like, lots of people that have anal sex, been having anal sex for years, and I'm sure thousands of years ago, someone had anal sex because you have sexual, like, if you read a, a biology book, you have you know, sexual nerves in your anus. So, you know... No, it ain't sexual nerves. It's just nerves. They're not sexual nerves. Those are just well, nerves. You, you have a G-spot in your nerves. anus. 
You have a G spot in your anus. That's why. Oh my God! You got a G spot on your neck. You got a G spot behind your knee. You got G spots all over your body, but that don't mean you got to use all of them. Particularly no, those that are not cultural or normal. Like if that doesn't okay. float your boat, like I think the point is, if that doesn't float your boat, then that's fine. But for those who it does float their boat, they shouldn't, you know, be made to feel bad about it. But if they will like to do. <laughs> But they will in this culture. That's what I'm saying. When you bring up something that's out of the norm, in you know, into the equation, then you can expect that people are not going to kowtow to your whims and fantasies simply because you wish them to. They're not going to do but, that. And, and that's why, well, that's why I this. brought it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Honestly and truly, yeah, it may not be a quote-unquote a normal part of the culture, but it needs to be paid attention to because I can tell you right now they have instances in that kids in the fourth and fifth grade are having oral and anal sex so that they can claim that they're still virgins and don't have to worry about right, getting pregnant. Right, 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 so it right. Needs to so do you, tell them it's, do you tell them it's correct or incorrect or what do you say to them? Whatever you need to your boat, whatever, because you know, right now, <laughs> no, what you need to do is you need to address it. You need to bring it up. Right now, nobody is mm-hmm. addressing it to these kids. They're learning it on their own, and that's why you have so many problems now, because nobody is addressing it. I don't care how you address it, but address it. Because so then, and, and to say it, that oral, oral and anal sex are sex. Like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of young kids don't consider it as sex. It is right. sex, whether you don't like it or not. Ten-year-olds. I mean, do you really honestly believe that they don't consider that as sex? Yeah, a lot of kids, they have shows on it. They consider themselves as virgins. Okay, yeah, they're having Clinton. oral anal sex. Right. Hey, hey, y'all, hold up one second. Hold up. Call it. Um, we're going to take you out for a second. We got a caller that's been waiting on waiting okay. on this line for a while. Okay. But uh, if you want to okay. get back in, go ahead and press one, okay? Don't hang up. All right, all right. All right. We'll do. All right. Uh, caller 404-838, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, Tamika. Hey. Oh, what's up, man? Um. I'm great. I had to comment, and yes, I do sell sex toys, and black women do want it. They don't want to pretend. They want to pretend like they don't want it, and everything has to be on the secret because our society, that's why we've gotten away with child molestation, pedophilia, all of that, because we are doing it. We're doing it, and trust me, I get to check every month that we're doing it. So um, they, I'll go to a huge event, and all the white women and whatever other culture, they'll be upfront about it because they know why I'm there. But as soon as, I, you know, everything's died off or they sneak by and get my card or shoot me their number, can I, can I call them? It's, it's like, be adult about yours. If you, I sell to a lot of married couples, why be ashamed? That's what you do in your, behind your closed doors is your business. It's not my problem and no one else's. So we are doing it. It's just that we allow society to just, just nurture everything about us. We have to follow this stereotype or that stereotype. But people are people. And, yes, we do anal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I wanted to say also, with listening to the conversation that the last caller was talking about, I think one thing that we don't realize is we are leading to the repression of bisexual tendencies because we don't we don't talk about it. You know, right. if we can, I mean, everybody on this phone, I hope you're an adult. You know, I mean, we could talk amongst each other about these things. Now, I know y'all were saying it, don't get your business out there in the street or whatnot, but right. I'm like, man, if if you know, I ain't going to talk to my homeboy about everything, but if I could talk to my woman about everything or we can discuss these things, some things that I like, some things she likes, then let's go forward. Because, you know, I mean, you you may not have learned that in your household, and I may not have learned this in my household, 
But yet and still, as we mature and grow together, we should be able to express it in whatever means we want to. And not feel guilty about it. Guilty about it. You're absolutely right. And I think what Nika said was right on the money when she said that because we don't talk about it, that we do let things like molestation, pedophilia, we let those things slip by because sex is so taboo within our culture that we just sweep it under the rug. Somebody knows at least one person in somebody's family who's got an uncle that molests kids. Stay away from <laughs> Uncle Elroy. <laughs> that's true. And let them kids around Uncle Elroy at the family reunion. <laughs> we sweep it under the rug. No, I'll put Uncle Elroy's ass in jail. We're going to bring in that caller. We're going right, to bring that caller back in. Y'all hold one second. Okay, that caller. Caller 414 Get back live on the Middleman Talk Show. Uh-huh. I just wanted to say that I think that it's not that we feel sex is taboo. It's that we feel that sex is personal and private. And when you want to take your sexual practices to the public arena, which I, I'm getting the impression that's what the desire is, that we can have these open discussions about sex, that's when all the uh, trepidation comes up, all the you know, the hidden anxieties about what people going to think of you because of what you like to do. So I think that when you put your stuff out there in the public that, you know, is generally a private matter between you and your partner, that, you know, then you have, you open up the doors for other people's opinions, not only right. of what you do, but of you as well. And so sometimes you got to take that lump if you just want to be, you know, talk about your shit out loud. You know what I mean? I wouldn't talk to everybody about it. I'm just saying there are certain people that I will discuss certain things with, but not everything. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Well, you keep, you keep some things close and personal. Am right. I correct or incorrect? You know, just, exactly. you know I feel yeah. that. I feel like I'm not saying that. You know, you're in a bit. You know, you have inhibitions if you don't raise a banner. You know, saying I like okay. to, you know, suck on whatever. But you know mm-hmm. what? What I'm saying is like, don't be ashamed if you do. Like, don't be right. ashamed to go to a sex right. party. Don't be ashamed to, right. you know, be embrace that I like this or you know, I, you know, I'm okay. You know, I say all the time the diff. A lot of um, times the difference between African American women and and I say Caucasian women. Is like we don't date. I like to date. I like to go out with different people, and a lot of people equate that with promiscuity. Or, or but we should be open and willing to be comfortable in our own skin. Well, is dating right. synonymous synonymous with having sex? No, it's not. It's not. And I think a lot of times in our community we view it as if she dates a lot of guys, she's right. having sex. Right. And right. Which is not right. true. Right. Right, that's true. We got that a question so from the uh, the chat. Uh, this is from uh, Sir Cherry, uh, and they wanted to know what if the woman's first sexual experience was a horrific one, like a molestation by a family member. Then you need counseling because sex is not the problem. You you have an issue, a horrific issue that you need to address. You know through a counselor or a church member or somebody in your life that can guide you to help you get over your you know, equating your bad experience with sex. But some people can't get over that. I mean, like, it's and then like that's certain things reminds them well, of that person. Well, then, well, that, that's, you know, being one who has been molested as a child, you know, I had that experience. I think that it, it basically comes down to the point of me. 
you know, and and how I deal with the subject matter because I think a lot of times we function on shame, and so even though you're a victim, you feel this tremendous amount of shame, and so that shame causes you to have yeah. all types of psychological problems, and you blame yourself for the events taking place, even though you had no control. So the, it's gonna always, even though you go to okay, a counselor, you go. Do you do you feel that person can never have a healthy sex life? If they want you know, with see it's all up to them. It's all up to them and how they deal with the incident. Because some people hold on to a traumatic incident like a like a blanket. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's is warm and fuzzy even though it's a terrible experience. You know, it's it's just it's it's comfortable because you know, they know, they know about it. Right. They know it and, and they feel sorry, you know, that for themselves that it happened, but they still carry this tremendous blame about it and shame about it, which, you know, um, is, is, to my opinion, is, is detrimental where, when people cannot talk about things that happen to them. And I'm talking of black people and, you know, uh, the enslavement of black people, we still carry shame of that. So, you know, right. we, we carry these subconscious instances of shame that I think can only be addressed by the individual. You know what I mean? But I think having discussions right. like these are, are very therapeutic for people. Mm-hmm. And even if mm-hmm. they don't make commentary or comment, they do have another train of thought to think about right. their situation right. or, you know, what's That's going right. on with them so they can have a healthy relationship That's in right. life. Because it, it can be devastating right. if you don't address it. And and I think hold on, 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 hold Hey, how are you? Good. Pretty good. I'm so glad you called in for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Why, Jen? Why? Because you always have a fabulous opinion about things like this. So I hope you've been listening. I have been listening. I hate that I called in um, late, but um, as far as sexual taboos among black women, I'm just going to say this. Um, Especially... And I'm speaking for the women that are grown. No, there are none. I mean, we basically have that, been there, done that type of attitude. And I think we're more open-minded. We're more willing to try new things. And I will say this, if anything, we come across black men that are more inhibited as far as where they don't want to try things. So, I think um, that's true, Marva. I think that's oh, I, true. I know it is. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Well, you know, a lot of black men, you know, in the privacy of your bedroom are scared of a lot of things. Yes, they are. Yeah, like some of the stuff you were talking about a while ago. Ain't nobody trying to try that. <laughs> what, what, what did she say? She said no penis in the hands? Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Okay. Don't knock it till you try it. Look, I'm not being funny, and and no disrespect to anybody that does that. I just can't see myself doing it because I feel like I'm already going into a shitty situation. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of black men, let me say this, and to, to our guys on the Middleman Show, a lot of black men are homophobic, and they equate some sexual experiences in the bedroom with being gay, and they won't try things because they think that makes them gay. No, I think it's, I'm sorry, it's more of an issue of, uh, of being sanitary. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, might, it might seem cool on the videos, but they go through about three hours of enemas before they go into that activity. You get what I'm saying? It's more of, it's, it's more of a health kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, y'all wow. crazy. Hey, Marvin, hold on. We got a caller that, uh, we got a, we're going to bring this call in right here. They've been waiting for a while. Caller that was calling from Skype. Uh, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hey, um, Sorry about that, I wanted Wade. to comment. No, you're fine. I wanted to comment on um, the the. I believe she was the second caller. Um, and she when she had commented on teen pregnancy, and she said, you know, we had shame. You know, they would go down south, and the baby would come back up, and and these, you know, the grandmothers or the mother's baby. And that to me, it says a lot about the issues. And 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 when, and then on the other hand, when it came to something else, she was like, well, there is no shame as far as when the, with the victims. Overall, I think that we should just you should just be who you are. As far as the community, everybody is afraid to be who who they are. Period. You know, if your child if your child had a baby at sixteen. To the rest of the world, screw you. We're going to take care of the situation. Do you get what I'm saying? If, yes. if I mean, and as far as being victimized, as far as, like they mentioned before, as far as um, being sexually victimized, it's like it happens to me. Most of the time that shame comes from the people within your inner circle, the reason why you feel the shame. So if people say, you know what, this is what happened. Screw everybody else. We're going to do what we're supposed to do. We're going to press charges. Most, most sexual offenders in the black community Never, never even see a day in court because and, of and, you know, and shame. Because people, of the key term, shame. So that and shame wasn't something we came over with. Shame was something that was put on us. You were supposed to be ashamed of your hair. You were supposed to be ashamed of your nose, your skin color, and that still is prevalent. So that that key word, shame, is something that's the reason, the main reason why things are the way they are as far as the community. If people just learn how to be them, that's the reason why we go out and spend all we have on clothes, on cars, on things that we know we can't afford because you're trying to fit in. So you just sort of because if you're an outcast that means you're ashamed of who you are. And and I think as far as molestation, molestation is a violent, cruel act and it's not sex. And and I think a lot of victims if you, if you are out there, you have to you know, see the difference in that violent, malicious, cruel act and sex and they are not one and the same. And even with that, there's a sense of insensitivity about the matter. I mean, because I've spoken with people, I mean, it is so common, it's unbelievable. I've spoken to so many people that have been molested, and it's like it comes out in different ways. That's why it's not just one set solution to the problem, because Mm -hmm. that type of thing affects everybody so differently. Some girls, it it turns around and makes them promiscuous. And then we have a community that if they're that way, that's going to scrutinize them and, and, and basically abolish them because of the way they are and the way that they can't really help. Right. It's not as easy for those people. So it's a, it's a screwed up situation in the community either way. If you were victimized and you do turn out a certain type of way, you're going to be nobody can understand the way you are even though it's obvious the way you are. 
they're going to scrutinize you for it. But, very, yeah. very true. Very good comment. True. Good comment. Good comment. We're going to move on to our uh, next question. We appreciate those comments that we had. But I know you all have some comments and questions about this next question. Um, are black men straying away from black women due to their sexual inhibitions as far as things that they will not do in the bedroom or with their black men, you know, within their own confines? I mean, do you all feel that, that that's a big issue towards black men, you know, with our black women? Uh, Marv, you still on the line because I know you just said yeah. something about that. Okay, I was, I was like, do I need to press one and then press one again? Go ahead. <laughs> You know, I think so to a, I think, I think you're correct somewhat. I think so. Because, as I said before, it just seems as though there are some black men out there. It's like, you know, I hate to use this term, but they're like strictly missionary, you know? And, and it's like, you know, you know, they come, you know, they come across a sister that, you know, wants to go beyond that, explore other things. For some reason, at times, I believe they feel threatened. And, I do And the thing is, too, um, it's like I believe with some, not all, because, you know, I don't believe in blanket statements, but I believe in some instances as well, they don't like the fact that, you know, black women are taking some control in the bedroom. You know, they're not completely submissive all the time. And I think they feel threatened by that as well. Okay. Hmm. okay we got another caller that want to yeah. get in. Gary Schultz, uh, we're going to let yeah. Gary Schultz in. Gary, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's happening? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's up, Gary? Doing good. How are you? Not much. I'm just calling for a little bit of advice. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Say that again, Gary. I think my girlfriend may be cheating on me, but I'm not sure if I want to run this by you and see what you guys thought. So you think your girlfriend may be cheating on you? I think so. Okay, uh, run it, Gary. Well, she comes back really late at night a lot of times. You know, she says she's working, but you know, bars don't get out. Bars get out at two, not at you know four in the morning. Mhm. Right. And you know, the, her work's right down the street, so you know, it's not like she drives. She doesn't even drive to work. You know, she just walks there. Are you a paranoid you, person, noticed- Gary? No, I wouldn't consider myself very paranoid. Well, and then if you're not well, a paranoid and you're truthful about that, then I would go with my gut feeling. If your gut tells you she's cheating, then nine times out of ten she probably is. And you have to I, look at, you know, her change in behavior, uh, behavior too, Gary. You know, if she's been, you know, different one way, you know, one day, and then different, you know, at night when she comes on, I mean, you could tell the person's behavior. I mean, you know, we see it all the time, you know, on TV. I mean, that's that's somewhat real life too I mean you can also look at you know <laughs> the clothes that she wear and I mean if you just really just want to be an investigator smell them you know see if she got some men clothes <laughs> hey, man, don't do that Gary don't do that you might get real. yeah we appreciate it hey, it's being uh, real alright let's, let's go go back to that next question y'all I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm just scouting over here right quick y'all keep going there alright next question <laughs> oh Lord, I'm glad I didn't come in on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Al. <laughs> <laughs> now, Let's um, are the uh, inhibitions of black women leading black men to search outside their race to 
receive those things in which they feel that they're not getting in the bedroom? I don't know. Ask Gary. <laughs> that, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, you needed help. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) I have another guy. Is there a guy out there that wants to comment? I want to hear from a guy. We've been hearing from a lot of women today. Like, do guys out there, you know, especially black men, if there's a black man out there, please comment. Do you feel that, you know, black women have some inhibitions in the bedroom? Or let's hear from a woman who has an experience where, you know, her man um, was inhibited, um, saying it wrong, in, tongue-tied, uh, <laughs> in, in the bedroom. And a lot of times where black women, now I see black women are embracing bisexuality. You know, are men afraid of that? Let's let's hear from our people. What do y'all think? Bisexuality, black women. I don't know. Marvin, you hmm. just had something interesting on your show, and we were just talking about that uh, a couple of days ago about those gay rappers. And I actually oh, there's there room for homosexuality in the yeah. world of hip hop. Exactly. And I, I posed a question like Al posed a question before. If all men were gay, what would you do? And I'm going to tell well, you all like this. If all women were gay, man, we'd probably be some happy brothers out there and it would be some brothers like, oh, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I think a lot of people question. are more bisexual than what we think. I really do. But it's not a hero there. We're talking about strength. Seriously, I think it goes it goes back to what the the, the first caller was uh, saying, and in the fact that a lot of times that we as a culture and certain things, especially when it comes to sex, we kind of lag. If you remember, just in the eighties, it was taboo to be bisexual or to you know, or you remember AIDS used to be called GRIDS, gay related immune deficiency syndrome. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like, first it started with, you know, the, the, the women in the rock videos kissing each other. And then, you know, you had the things on HBO, and it just kind of went. And then, it was, then all of a sudden it was socially acceptable for white women to be uh, bisexual. Then black women. And then now, seemingly lately, white men is becoming, you know, with all the TV shows and everything. It's, it's, a, it's a lagging effect, but it's, it still comes down to it is, is that your identity at the end of the day it is about it's about the individual it's about the individual and to relate that to what we're talking about in terms of black men strained to white women I don't necessarily think that the that sex is the reason that 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 a lot of them are strained one you got to look at this you got to look at this some people that just they're not color bound some people are just flat out not color bound they it doesn't care. They don't care, but they care more about the love than they care about the color of the person who's loving. So and you mean to tell wrong. me that? Hold on, hold on, Nick, hold on, Nick. So you mean to tell me that after uh, Kim Kardashian did that sex tape, that uh, Reggie Bush did not want her after that? Yeah, I think every man wanted her after she did that tape. Because I mean, the way she took down that tape. I'll hold that thought. Oh, right there. We have I'm another call with Marva. Uh, if you want to get back in, press that one, okay? Where she took that boy down? I said, uh, Marv, if you want to get back in, just press that one again, okay? Okay. All right. I'll call a 402. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hello, greetings. How are y'all? All All right. What's good, brother? Oh, still learning, brother. Still learning. All right. What's it coming? You know, the sister was asking a question, and I wanted her to repeat the question so I could answer it. Okay. 
Which, which oh. one? Uh, Me? Jen, yeah, go ahead, Jen. Yes, I believe well, it was you, ma'am. Yeah, and I said that, you know, as a, as a black man, do you feel like either... Do you feel like a lot of black women that, you know, you've encountered sexually, you know, are inhibited in the bedroom? Or do you find yourself inhibited, you know, versus a black woman who, you know, may be more openly sexual? Do you find that, like, scary or, or a turnoff? You know, I think over the years, women have become, uh, black women have become more open. Like, when I was in high school, you're talking about uh, late 80s, early 90s. There's certain things women and sisters would not do. They just absolutely would not do. Over the course of a year, over the course of time, it seems like they're more open. I think, as far as men, I think we're open to do a lot of things except when it comes to being penetrated. Or beaten. <laughs> okay, or having our genitals stepped on by high heels. So no, no domination for you. No, not, I mean, not if it's going to be a lot of pain and whips. I mean, come on. We shouldn't even want whips. After the last half whip we received, excuse my friends that we're not supposed to cut. After that last whip we, uh, lashing, we just, we, you know, we got, we shouldn't even want to be nowhere near a whip. So, I believe, you know, from, this is the conversation, you know, and I've had conversations with brothers on this subject, which is, there's certain things that when it comes to being penetrated, no, they're not down for that at all. I agree. You know, I'm not going to do it. And as far as the, the population of Caucasian people, those who classify themselves as white, they've always been open to doing all kinds of wild things. That's, that goes back to even in their history. So it's no surprise that they were bi or they were homosexual. I mean, from my understanding, they've when reading their civilizations, they've always been that way. And then the funny thing is, after they came into our civilization, then all of a sudden we became open to it. So no wonder yeah. we're here and now we're doing the same things that they've been doing for many, many years because, well, hey, look where we're at and look who is the one saying, it's okay, go ahead and do it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's okay, guy. <laughs> hey, we all can get down. We all can get down. And then when you finish, and then when we all, when we all can get down, I can get with you and get down with you and get down in some deeper stuff. And you'll like it. Look at him. Look at him. I heard that. Man. I heard that. Man. We got another caller that want to comment. Caller, we definitely appreciate your your comment. Uh, thank you. Want to take that next caller. Hey, thank you, man. I got, it, I got it. Caller uh, two four six zero four. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's going on? Hi, this is Nate from Black Women Talk. How are you all this evening? Hey, what's going on, sir? How are you doing, Nate? Hey, I'm good, thanks. All right. Um, enjoying this show. I, I wanted to comment. Jen um, asked a question about our men going to the other race because of our lack of inhibition. The last question. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you, you answered it before you got a chance. But I, I think, no, I think some people are just colorblind and they just go with what they like. But I will say, I was in a I was in a book club a few years ago. And we were discussing, we were reading a book called Why Black Men Date White Women, which was actually a historical look at uh, slavery and how everything came about. And one lady said that black men do it because white women get head. And all of the women in unison went, no, we don't. <laughs> and I was in shock because these were married women. They all said they didn't. And when I asked around the room, because I was obviously the lone person there, <laughs> <laughs> looking around like we don't do that. <laughs> the um, the lady said they didn't. They never been taught 
So I'm wondering if that's part of it, that nobody really teaches you how to have sex. You just kind of fall into it and figure it mm-hmm. out. But that was what the women said, is that nobody ever taught them, and they didn't seem to really be interested in learning. They felt like, well, I got him. He seems to be happy with me, whether I'm giving head or not. So why learn? Hmm. Could that be a factor in it? it, it I don't know. It's interesting how you say we fall into it because I mean I know everybody remember their first first sexual experience. It was unless you had a very experienced person that you was dealing with, it was awkward. Period. Yeah. Yeah, but I know the people that got sucked into it. <laughs> please, literally. Where's that button, Kevin? Please press the button. Oh, oh I can't do it to him. I can't do it to him. But, I mean, you know, as we grow up, as we grow up, I mean, there's obviously videos you can watch and things like that. But I think if you're not inclined to do that, are you just just kind of going along with the flow? If nobody's teaching the person how to be, how to, what they like, if you don't really know what you like and you're not teaching the person what you like, then you do have a lot of inhibit. You, You are inhibited in a lot of ways. That's true, because like you, you're yeah. exactly right. Whatever happened to the sexual education classes? Well, they, they didn't teach you out. how to do it in sex ed. Yeah, they just had to do it. No. They I'm, just I'm taught just you asking. the effects of doing yeah. it. And it's not okay, like this is my thing about today. it. They have people that offer classes. Why don't people like they? I, I've seen on on uh, it's been a lot of specials where they have people specialists who go and they offer classes, and they'll they'll come to the house, and it'll be several housewives around, and they'll all have. You know, dildos and things, and they teach them you have how to, to properly. To do that. But you have to want to do that. I mean, that's not. You, it's, not like your mom, it's not like your mom sits down with you and says, okay, honey, I'm going to show you how to suck a dick. It's not happening. Oh, that's why daddy didn't divorce you? Huh? My daddy didn't divorce you? <laughs> I'm saying though, you think about it. Somebody did. I'm hey, hey, if a woman, I bet they ain't. They divorce rate is very low. I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't happen, and you have to want. I mean, I didn't know classes like that existed until I watched the, the Cat House on HBO. I had no, I had no idea somebody was running around town teaching. Yeah, I've seen that. And if you live in the, if you live in the southern area, if you live in Georgia, you know, hit us up at the Middleman, and I will. I actually know someone who gives pure romance parties, and they will be willing to, you know, teach classes if you are interested and you are out there. Jen, you just know everything, huh? I see, yeah, really. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not the teacher. <laughs> I'm about to say, let me find out you an instructor. <laughs> right. Uh, y'all are crazy. Hey, to all our callers out there, if you're listening, if you're listening to us on the internet, uh, you can dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. Press that number one. To all our callers that are on the line and you were in the conversation, please press one again because we see a lot of you guys still got your hands up. So, uh, to all the people that would like to get into this conversation, go ahead and press that number one. Uh, we still have our web chat is blowing up over there. We do appreciate everybody that's taking the time to converse with everybody that's over there. Our man Dunn, Doug G. Uh, Miss Egypt, everybody, everybody. It's a good conversation going on. Um, I still, I still feel like we are, we, we do get to the point where we repress everything. I think those classes that Jen is talking about is good. I don't think that men would sit around and have a class like that. Um, Why not? Well, if I am a woman and I'm willing to say, hey, I want to be open to 
to learn things that please you so we can have new and fun experiences yeah. in our bedroom, that's, why wouldn't you lovely. be willing to do the same? Yeah, that's yeah, you know why, because men think they know everything about sex, that's why. I ain't being funny, we think we know everything. Yeah, that is. Fellas, let's be real about it. We think we know everything about sex. We don't think we need help. We all think it's a woman that needs help. We think, right. oh, we got this down. We are forever yep. blamed, aren't we, women, for everything? Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, we get our that's, that's what guys think. They, guys think that, you know, we, we got it down packed, so, you know, we don't have to worry about it. Well, I'm glad we're having shows like this, so guys out there learn. You are not perfect most of the time. But do you know, like, most of the time we don't even enjoy it sometimes? It's just, like, washing paint dry. But do you know that most of the time guys really Play don't it. care? Learn. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yes, please do. Yeah. Is it are you are you at least willing to learn from that woman what she likes? Yeah, you're supposed to. Well, exactly. I'm just I'm talking because some men aren't. Right. Sometimes you sometimes you're trying to show a guy, you know what what you like because whatever he's done with the other women that he's been with that had them screaming and hollering and they were probably faking it. They think that works on everybody. And so when they get to you and you're like, I don't like that touch, that tickles, that doesn't feel good. They, right. They're all of a sudden they're hurt because they feel like, well, this is worse with the other 99 women I was doing with. Maybe. Probably because not. they lied because they wanted it to be over. So they hooped yeah. and hollered. So it would be over, but it's not doing it. And so it's up to us, girls. Stop faking it. Right. Yeah, stop faking it. It's hurting all the women. <laughs> well, I, mean, well, I, I mean, seriously, though, you know, I, there's, there's only, to me, there's, like, if it's a one-night stand first type person, no. If it's a, a person that you're going to be with for a while, then maybe. If it's a person you're definitely going to be with, then, hell, yeah, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Ain't finna just go out there and be, you know, trying to do everything with the, you know, just a woman I just met the last night. No. No. Well, no, we're not, talk, we're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody that you've been with for a while, but, you know, okay. it's, just, it's a matter of are you willing to learn what makes her happy and and to do it. And she might, you know, she might open up. If she feels safe with you, she'll probably become uninhibited. But if she doesn't feel safe or she doesn't feel like you're willing to learn who she is, then, you know, why bother? I mean, and Jen's right. It's, it's like watching paint dry. You're like, okay, the team on yeah. me I go put the laundry <laughs> in the dryer. <laughs> no, it's going on your groceries in your head. <laughs> yeah, but like ladies, ladies. <laughs> on the same token, though, you got it's, it's just like he just said. You got to think about this. You might think that y'all are at a level that he doesn't necessarily think that. You might think, oh, this is going towards a great relationship or something. And he's just like, no, I'm not even gonna be here in the morning, so I don't care if you get yours or not. That's another thing. Like you have to, you, you gotta know what it is up front. Mhm. I agree. I'll, I'll That's go true. with that. That's true. I'll go with that. that. Mhm. Yeah, you sitting that. up there trying to like, you know, you fronting and all that good stuff right there. You ain't gonna get what you want, but I'm gonna get what I want. Right. You can hold back wow. all you want. I'm gonna be gone about an hour. I'm not just saying this from the standpoint of people. I, this is the one nice thing we're talking about right now. We're not talking we're not about, talking about the one nice thing. No, we're, we're talking, talking about someone that you have committed to and that oh, you're in a relationship saying. with. I'm yeah. just saying. Keeping yeah. it truthful. Because y'all say y'all ain't faking. We're telling y'all the truth. You can hoop and holler all you want. We're talking about a okay. scenario where you're in a relationship. I'm not going to keep somebody that's only going to be there at night either. So we're talking about somebody that you're in a relationship with. Are you willing to learn from her? That's a totally different situation. Well, and we said that before on the show that it is about learning new things together. It's not so much about 
or I can do this, or you, it's just learning together. Because you're right, everybody doesn't like everything. You know, what may have worked with uh, one guy is not going to... You may have in your past run across a guy that, that wants you to slip a finger up his butt, but you're not going to get that over here, so don't do it. Right. <laughs> don't sneak up and do it. Same thing for you, fellas. You might have you might have been with a girl that might have liked you to put your finger up her butt. Yeah. But you might get an elbow to your head if you try that with this one. You just, you know, <laughs> you can't bust up and surprise people with that. It, 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 it don't work like that. Well, Nick, when you think about it, man, you know, just like what we were talking about as far as the women, um, as far as, you know, guys going to other races or whatnot, now you know the the myth of, you know, uh, certain European women and certain Asian women, what they would do sexually for a man that a, a African-American woman won't do. What do y'all feel about the myths that are out there? Uh, you know, you you obviously both of you guys are black. You know, both of you women are black. But what do you guys think about the myth of other women out there? As far as that, they will do more. I think that people they have myth. to be very careful with stereotypes because you know, like you hear that all Asian guys have little things, but you know that's not true. And then you hear that, you know, all white men like like oral sex. That's not true either. You know, so you have to like base it on individuals. I, I agree with her. I... And don't be saying I'm sleeping with Jackie Chan or anything like that. But I'm just saying it's not true. We just say yeah, that. Uh, oh, they want to get back in the conversation. Yeah, we're about to bring this. Uh, Carla, we do appreciate you. And uh, you want to plug your show? Oh, it was Black Women Talk. We're on Sunday nights at 8, starting back up on May 1st. Okay. Hey, thank we you. thank you again for tuning in with us, okay? Thanks. And we're going to get over there. We're definitely going to be with you, okay? We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thank you. Hey, Marvel, what's going on? I'm still laughing, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what, those are myths. Those are myths. I mean, I think we've been... I wasn't on the show, but I think we kind of touched on that on our show a couple of weeks ago about sexual myths and facts. I'm here to say it. I may get some backlash from it, but you know what? You you hear so many... I have heard so many African-American women say, you know, I don't go down. I don't touch dick. They lying. They okay? lying. They lying. They be lying answers. They be yep. looking. Yep. And I the thing is, that's that you. myth that has been stated about us, and it's so untrue. And that's why, that, you know, you, you hear why brothers go, you know, outside the race, whatever, because, you know, black girls don't do that. It's all about the individual. It's all about the person that you are with. If you're willing to take the time to find out about them and to learn more about them and then two of you learn together as far as your sexual relationship, come on. It's a no-brainer. Yeah? Well, I got a little hot under the collar. Oh, he'll just, just swear nice. <laughs> the arrow in the studio. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. The myths need to come to an end. They really. do. They're myths. They really. are myths. You know what? They're getting really old and they're getting really tired. And, you know, that's all they are, a myth. I believe anything. Black men just afraid. I, I think so. I'm it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of black guys are afraid. If you go, yes. if I go into, you know, a lot of black guys, if you go into, you know, the bedroom with your whip and your leather suit and your, you know, dildo, a lot of guys are going to get afraid. You, 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 you said, 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 you said,
to be submissive. Yeah, we've been with the whip and a dildo. You said two <laughs> things, man. She said a whip and a dildo. I ain't got no problem with the whip. Hell no. But a whip and a dildo? Really? The thing is, but why is that? But why is it that so many black men are afraid to be submissive? They feel as though it affects their, you know, their manhood, you know, their sexuality. There's nothing wrong with a man being submissive. There's nothing wrong with letting your woman take charge once in a while. Nah, you ain't finna beat with me, beat me with no you courage. Ain't work no, 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 I'm not going to be willing to be putting on handcuffs. I've been to jail before. It's not, there's nothing sexy about that. Don't knock it till you try it. That's I right. tried it in Cobb County when I got locked up. <laughs> handcuffs do not feel good. Don't knock See, look, you don't have to, you know, scarves, anything. You know, you don't have to have handcuffs. The key thing, the blindfold. Let me tell you something. Yep. Black men let you blindfold them? No, I'm scared to let That's a lot bad. of guys blindfold me. I'm scared Yo, of that. They will rob the hell out of you, right? Especially <laughs> <laughs> the guys out there. They trust these folks nowadays. Hell no. Oh, no. So this must be the person that you're with. That Sir Sherry said, with, you know uh, them. hold on now. Sir Sherry said, you should you should be telling black men, uh, taste her after a bath together. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of black, black men are afraid of oral sex. Not, I mean, that's a myth. Which I which I find is false, you know. But a lot of people encounter black men who do not like oral sex, and that's a great tip if you're a guy out there and you do not like to give oral to your girl. Um, take a bath together and and then do it. Mhm. Don't be afraid. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. She <laughs> got so quiet. <laughs> like dead silence. Yeah. Great right. show. Listen, yo, I'm going to go. Your okay. This is an awesome topic. It really was. I really, really enjoyed it. All it was right. good. It was a great show. Marva. All right, Marva. Hey, uh, Al, let them know what we went over today, and uh, we're going to go directly into our talk of the time with our man, Nick Eats. Everybody that's on the phone line, do not hang up. Everybody on the web chat, please keep your ears tuned in. Everybody that's on the Internet listening, please keep listening. Go ahead, Al. Right. That's right. Um, if you're just now listening to the Middleman Talk Show today, we discussed the, we discussed the uh, sexual inhibitions of black women. You know, we talk about the taboo aspect of it as far as culturally, is it is it taboo for black people? Uh, also, did this contribute to the uh, teen pregnancy rates in black teens? Also, uh, did, did the taboo uh, create the sexual inhibitions for black people as well? And also, we discussed on the second part of the show, are black men straying away from black women due to their sexual inhibitions? And also, are they looking outside of their race to obtain what they need in the bedroom due to some black women's sexual inhibition? So, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into talk of the town with our man, Nick Even. I know he has something good for us this week. Today. Ready. I'm ready. You ready? This is our man, Nick Even. Talk of the town, Blog Talk Radio, The Middleman. Here we go. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eaton, and I am here with the talk of the town. Legendary hip-hop DJ Mr. C of New York's Hot 97 was allegedly arrested last week for engaging in a lewd act. According to the arrest record posted online, he was caught by police around 4 p.m. Wednesday afternoon receiving fellatio from a 20-year-old transvestite. Like a San Francisco tree. Gucci Mane. God damn it! Rapper Gucci Mane was arrested this week in Atlanta from an altercation that occurred on January 28th. 
According to the incident report, Gucci picked up a woman at South Cab Mall in his white Hummer after asking her if she wanted to go to breakfast. The 36-year-old alleged victim says that though she had never met Gucci Man before, she was familiar with him as an artist, so she agreed to go with him. After they began driving for a bit, she realized that he wasn't taking her to breakfast, so she asked him, where are we going? He allegedly told her that he wanted to go to a hotel and that he had $150. The woman refused and told him, take me back to the mall, I can make my own money. Reportedly, while the vehicle was in motion, Gucci leaned over and opened the passenger door, then attempted to push her out of the Hummer. When he got off the highway onto the shoulder, he was able to push her out of the vehicle while it was still moving. The woman was later taken to an Atlanta medical center where she was treated for soreness and pain. This is your man Nick Eden, and this is the talk of the town. Wow. Gucci man push him out of the car. I've been telling y'all for years that dude is slow. And y'all think I'm just joking. Like, no, he is really slow. There's something wrong with him. Wow. Wow. That's wild. He could have gone on Fulton Industrial. Yeah, exactly. $150. And why did he assume she was a prostitute? Because she probably was dressed like one, Jen. See? I'm not being funny. I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that's what happened. I think she pulled up. She was like, and then she got in the car, and they was there, right. and she was like, I yeah. ain't going to be more than 150. And he said, fur, and pushed out the car. I think that's what happened. Wow. So, hey, they need to throw him out on his lips down 20. Doing about 80. Black lips. Come on, up. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting a message that we had a question from the web chat. I don't want to get off topic real quick, but they oh, asked yeah. about masturbation yeah, and I think is. masturbation is normal and I think that it helps you discover you know yourself sexually so like if you're into that it's totally cool so go ahead and do it discover yourself wow and on that and note, a lot of women are, have, a lot of women don't admit to masturbating but they do well I guess they do and I guess this is what we'll say to them Duh. Winning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, great show. Everybody that's on the web chat over there, we do have a follow button. Um, Click that follow button. We want more people to follow our show. We do have a page over on Facebook. It's the Middleman Talk Show. Go over there and click the like button. We want to try to get a lot of followers and tell a friend to tell a friend about us. And uh, we do appreciate everybody for taking this Sunday and listen to the Middleman Talk Show. What's up, Al? Sir, sir, hey. Thanks for taking an hour out of your day. Well, hour and a half today. Yeah, I had fun today. Somebody walking out the door talking. Look at me. I know. Nick, don't be trying to get no intern down the hall. Hey, yeah, talking about that, what what you doing so late getting on the show, Mr. Superstar? Fashionable late? Hey, look, man, I have a rehearsal with my band. I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody out there that's been listening to us. I have a rehearsal with my band, and I was rushing to get out there. And, and, and as soon as I got out, I called, I, you know, I got to the studio. So, I, you know, I, I apologize for being late. Well, this is dedicated to you, Mr. Lee. This is dedicated to you. Sad song. Just ain't going to be you ain't kiss my ass twice. <laughs> okay. This too then, buddy. Oh, yeah. 
Damn. Hey, wow. Make sure y'all tune in next week. Uh, we got another show coming up this Thursday. Nick, do you want to let everybody know what you're talking about this Thursday on our entertainment show, Talk of the Town with Nick? Yes, yes, yes. First off, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Last week when we talked about One Hit Wonders, we had a blast. This Thursday, we will be talking about crossover or the double cross. We're going to go back in the day, and we're going to talk to someone who can tell us about crossing over back in the day, how the white artists used to steal the black artist songs, how the black artists used to have to put white people on the covers of the albums to get into the white stores. We're going to talk about all that, and we're going to talk about how that is still affecting the music business today. The crossover or the double cross on the Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton. That's Sunday, y'all. 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Y'all make sure y'all tune in this Thursday. 8 p.m. Eastern. Hey, you got any final words, Jen? No, like, you know, if you, if you, I know a lot of people are still talking, so, you know, hit us up. Send us a message. Send us a message on Facebook. We'll, we'll yeah, answer Make sure it. you join Middleman on Facebook. Like us. Hey, you can say Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, man. I got a 100 followers. That's all I need. That's all you need. Follow me on Twitter. I need... I need 50 more followers to get to 1,000, so I need everybody to follow me, at Nick Eden on Twitter. Well, if I lose four, I'm still good. Come on. <laughs> Y'all tune in next week. Middleman Talk Show. Yes, sir. The middleman shouted, Big Chris shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, go take a listen time out. Take a minute, shout in and learn some. Put your mind and grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, you comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Long as you got a will to do way better than you were doing, well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle of me? Hey, what's happening in the middle of me? Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com, the middle of me. You know y'all had me kind of worried when y'all was talking about them dildos, whips, and, and grease. <laughs> oh, you oh, definitely, that's why we took that off real quick. Not until you try it. Don't no, knock it until you try it. Ain't nobody trying that. See, oh, inhibit it. if you try it. Sir, and if you want to advertise on the Middleman Talk Show, hit us up at We Are the Middleman 
at gmail.com. Also, hit us up on Facebook on the Middleman Talk Show, or you can send us a private message as well. We'll definitely get to that and let you advertise on the Middleman Show. We have a lot of followers over there. To this is out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, good night to all, and all a good night. I'm going to watch the Cleveland Show. I'm out. Okay, okay. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.